Welcome back to the Edgy Conversations podcast. I'm Dan Walchman. So you've been hearing a lot of discussion recently about this Bring Your Own Awesome mini-series that's about ready to launch on this very podcast, which I think is incredible. Of course, I've been able to be behind the mic along with the Brock star, Brock Edwards, listening to the interviews and, and, and gathering the little bits of awesomeness that each of these speakers drops every few minutes in their discussion. One of the things I've learned in being a part of this group is that incredible people tend to associate with other incredible people. If you're looking for better results in your life, in your business, in your relationships, hang around people who are already getting those results. Be around people who care about leveling up their game. More importantly, find people that you can be accountable to. But that's really the secret to high performance. If you've never read the book Relentless by Tim Grover, you should definitely invest the you know $10 or $15 and buy the book. Buy it on audiobook, buy the ebook, highlight it, listen to it. Tim used to tell his athletes, which include everyone from Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, that he would start working with them. But on the day that they started working with him, they had to cut out all refined sugars from their life. I mean, you could have fruits and things like that that have sugars, but no sugar, no processed sugar at all, at all. Cut it out of life completely. And and it was interesting, at, he mentioned that what he could tell the people who were actually listening to him because they would show up the next day to the gym basically hungover. And day two was worse. And day three was worse. And then about day five or six, they started to come out of this hangover. But he talks about this fact that you know, sugar is a drug and he's not beating you over the head. He's, he's just stating it like a fact. It, it's a, it, it's a, it's a, it's a drug. And he, to be effective in the gym, he had to eliminate that from their daily lifestyle. What's interesting about this accountability is he would see guys who were having a really good time on day two or day three, and he knew they had not cut sugar out of their diet and he would fire them. He would say, I can't work with you. Because you, you're not accountable. You're you're lying to me, or you you know you're somehow deceiving yourself that you've cut sugar out of your diet because you would not be smiling this much, you would not be having this much fun if you were living a sugar-free life. Because it it's truly like a hangover. It's going to kick you in the ass. It's tough. It's tough. I thought about this idea of accountability, and you know. I'm a believer. Most of you have known that. I, I went to seminary. Uh, I actually did some missionary work in Mexico playing soccer, giving out rice and beans. And I've always believed in in um, a higher purpose for my life, a higher calling. I don't think I've talked about that too much on this podcast, but it's kind of one of the things that anchors me deep in my soul. Uh, when I was going to church a lot more than I am now, I, I would be a part of, of different accountability groups or different accountability circles. Most of them were you know, men's groups or things like that. And I always found it somewhat humorous, the level of accountability that we engage in. I And again, as a people watcher, 
which is kind of like my craft. And now we have this amazing group that all of you are a part of the edgy empire of awesomeness. And I get to be around great people all the time. I speak from stages where there's thousands of people in the audience. I just, I get to watch and be around amazing people all the time. And so I just watch <laughs> and hopefully a non-creepy way. So here I am watching these other people that I'm supposed to be accountable to. And what's interesting is we're willing to be accountable on the easy stuff, the bullshit stuff, you know, Hey, you know, I'm going to be a, a good husband to my wife. Okay. You'll be accountable. I'll be accountable. Hey, I'm going to, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to watch porn all this week. Okay. You'll be accountable to that. I'll be accountable to that. You know, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to work out more because I need to get in shape for my family. Okay. You're going to do that. I'm going to do it. And, and we, we, we are willing to engage at a certain level, a level that makes the other person comfortable. N notice how I said that. We're willing to hold other people accountable to a certain level. But then I noticed, and by the way, this is in my own life as well, so I'm not totally raining on other people's parades. I'm raining on my own. At a certain point, we all decide that making somebody else too uncomfortable is not good. It's not good for us. See, if we make somebody else uncomfortable, chances are they can do the exact same thing to us. Let me be more clear. If I hold you accountable and you don't do what you promised and I have to call you out on it, that might mean that when I don't do what I've promised, you're going to embarrass me by calling me out as well. Ooh, ouch. What's interesting though, is that in no other world is this acceptable. In no other context is that even remotely logical thinking. Think about this for a second. If I'm on a great sales team, a great business development team, great marketing team, I don't tell my manager or the CEO, whoever I'm reporting to, I'm going to hold you partly responsible for part of your results, but not for all of your results, because I don't want you to hold me responsible for my results. Now, don't get me wrong, in the executive worlds, the Fortune 100 worlds, passive, aggressive, passive aggression can be uh, an issue, but at the elite levels of a company, people are accountable. You have to be right? That's just how it is. If you're not accountable, if you're not executing, you're out. And it's the same way in sports. World Cup's going on. These great teams are making it from one round to the next round to the next round to the next round. And in any team sport, it's measured by individual performance, individuals doing specific things in a way that benefits everyone. And that, that, my friend, that's the essence of accountability. See. If you're supposed to be playing on the right side of the field and you decide, well, I like the left side because it's it's there's less sun, right? Or, or it, it feels good right now. Well, then you, now, now the team has no one on the right side of the field doing what they should be doing. And chances are, you're not just going to be ineffective. You're probably going to lose the game. But when I talk with leaders, when I talk with individuals at a personal level or a professional level, I'll hear these same responses. I'll hear people saying, well, it felt better. It feels better. I feel better when I'm on the left side of the field. 
yes, I know the rules of the game say that I need to be on the right side of the field. And yes, I know it's actually beneficial to, to the team. By the way, your team could be your family, right? Your team could be, you know, your small group. It could be any, any, anything, professionally, personally, or community driven. Yeah, I know it benefits the team when I do it. But, but Dan, listen, I feel so much better. Now, look, how you feel is, is important at some level, but, 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 but not when you're trying to be a high performer. The first way you gauge your results is not by how you feel. It's by are you getting the, the results that you, that you want? Is it, are you getting closer to where you want to be? Is what you are doing pushing you closer towards success? And that's where accountability comes in. When was the last time you were truly accountable to somebody else? Maybe you're trying to lose weight. Weight Watchers build a you know, billion-dollar franchise and more now that Oprah's involved, right, on helping individuals become accountable. The magic is not in the points. The magic is not in the their new mobile app. The, the magic is not in you know any of the materials that they give members on a monthly basis. The magic is in accountability. You know, I've been working inside the network marketing space, coaching individuals for some time now, and I'm shocked that there's a 97% failure rate, 97% of people who jump into a, a small work from home business fail. And when I look at those individuals, most of them fail because they're not accountable. They won't be accountable. They commit halfway. They say, oh, I, I you don't understand. I'm going to do it my way. I'm going to only contribute the way I think I can because it's not comfortable or because any number of other things. I just, I don't feel like I could or I should or I want to. And man, this is deadly. This is deadly to all of us. As you listen to these Bring Your Own Awesome episodes, this mini series that's about ready to pop, one, this is going to blow your mind. You need to get excited. Listen to me. <laughs> These are amazing people. They are you and you are them, right? And without seeming like we're in the matrix, <laughs> let me just say, this is our group. Ordinary people doing extraordinary things like everyday heroes, people, moms and dads who decide I'm going to create a nutrition company, uh, coaches and leaders who have hard times, uh, Olympic athletes and trainers who are homeless and destitute. People who've been abused sexually, mentally, right? Taken advantage of, who stand on their own two feet and say, I will rise again. This is, this is you. And these are who these episodes are all about. If you're watching and listening, if you've not been engaging in the Edgy Empire of Awesomeness Facebook group because you feel like, oh, I, I can't, I'm not like everybody else, I'm not awesome then I hope this mini-series gets down into the pit of your stomach and makes you realize you are awesome, just like these other people that we've interviewed. There's not CEOs of Fortune 100 companies. They're not even CEOs of Fortune at all companies. These are just people doing awesome things like you. And every single one of them at some level has achieved success because they were accountable. So. What's my challenge to you? Number one, get ready for this mini series and, and be open. Be open to new ideas. Be open to believing 
new things, right? Be open. And second, start thinking about accountability. I'm going to be speaking more about accountability in the month of July, even though the month of July is about beliefs. I'm going to be speaking about accountability because that's the future of your success. That's the future of our group. That's the future of our collective ability to rise from the ashes of a situation that we may not like to achieve epic levels of success. And that's what this group is all about. Get excited, buckle in. I can't believe what's about ready to happen next. By the way, if you're listening to this and you're like, what group are they talking about? What is this Dan guy smoking? Well, I'm not smoking anything right now. (laughs) I'm in my car driving. Uh, Maybe you can hear some of the background noise. Despite all of our fancy equipment, which I've got sitting on the seat next to me, if you don't know about our edgy empire of awesomeness, just go to Facebook and search for that group called the edgy empire of awesomeness. It's going to uh, ask you to join our private group. You hit a button and bada boom, bada bing, you're right in. And by the way, I don't know that it makes those sounds, but it's as easy as that. I'm excited for you to be there. Come join the group, get involved, tell us who you are, what you're trying to achieve, and let us help you achieve your next level of awesome. See you on the next episode.